Welcome to week number 198 of the Two Guys into Friday's podcast. My name is Steven, and that over there is Travis. Hey there, Steve-O. How's it going? It's going, man. Yeah, it's how I feel, too. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome, new listeners. Welcome, uh, dedicated listeners. We are here. Welcome, ca- welcome, casual listeners. Yeah, and the casual ones, too. We're here. We're watching TGIF, and we're talking about it 30 years after it airs. We got a lot of stuff to get into. Thank you, Shannon, for the theme song this week. Thank you, Shannon. Appreciate it. TGIFcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us your own version of the TGIF theme song, or if you just want to email us anything, that's the way to do it. You can also follow us on all social media at TGIFcast. That's where we are all day, every day. So we're kind of doing what we've been doing this summer. We're catching up on some shows. We're getting ready for some shows, and we're watching Home Free. That's what we need to know. <laughs> well, we're actually watching Dinosaurs and Home Free. Because oh, so dinosaurs, dinosaurs actually aired this week? It did. It did. Okay. Yeah. So we've got Dinosaurs, we got Home Free, and then we got two episodes of Mr. Cooper. That's what we got. So when did these episodes actually air back in 93, the Dinosaurs and the Home Free? So Dinosaurs and Home Free would have aired July 2nd, 1993, Friday night. So we do like to see what was going on in that week 30 years ago. I got a couple stories. Uh, okay. June 30th, 1993 was the uh, 93 NBA draft, and uh, Chris Webber was taken by the Orlando Magic with the very first pick. Did they, did they get, didn't they get Shaq the year before too? So, I don't know, but uh, they immediately traded away their pick. So, they drafted Chris Webber, they traded Chris Webber to the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors sent over Penny Hardaway and three future picks for Chris Webber. Oof. That went well for the Magic, I assume. I think it went well for both teams, I think. Yeah, 1992 first overall pick, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Went to Orlando. Shaq didn't they had the, they had the Shaq didn't one, do much, a, I guess, that first year. They must have been a pretty bad team, though. Yeah, yeah. you're right. If they're still getting the number one pick. Unless they're, I don't know. The NBA, is, isn't it kind of a lottery, too? It's kind like of you, a lottery, yeah. But, like, the worse you are, the better chance you still have right, of getting right, the first right, right. pick. Okay. So that's uh, June 30th on, uh, I guess this is a little out of order, June 26th, maybe a bigger story, maybe not. Uh, The United States launched a cruise missile attack targeting Baghdad um, because they were retaliating for a thwarted assassination attempt on former President George H.W. Bush. I have no idea any of that happened. Yeah, I don't remember it. So I guess they tried to kill Bush. They said we're going to shoot a missile at you, and then I don't. I didn't look into how many people died, but probably a lot. Well, okay. That was a thing, though. It's <laughs> war. To me. War was News pretty big in the early mid nineties. Yeah, well, still is. But um, all right. So, what about movies and music? What was number one this week? No changes. No changes. But it is the last week for both. So. Uh, last week at Jurassic Park at number one, and then last week of That's the Way. No, I'm sorry. We do have one more week of That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Okay. So that's the way Love Goes. One more week. Jurassic Park. Last week we'll have a new movie to talk about. I'm excited so. for it. So uh, yeah, that's everything. Oh, what about birthdays? We got any? No birthdays. No birthdays. <clears throat> All right. So we're getting into Mr. Cooper. This is Hanging with Mr. Cooper, season one, episode nine. My Dinner with Mark is the name of the episode. It starts off, we do get a Mark Curry intro. He's talking to the audience. And uh, kind of just a little quick short one. They probably could have just plugged this in front of any episode that they wanted. but uh, Sure, sure. He's talking to the live audience, telling them, don't worry, guys, we got a a whole new live show today. Everything's going to be live. And then he forgets his lines and asks for the script and wants to start over. So, (laughs) And he's like, that was the live section. On to the show. Yeah, so that's it. Um theme song we come back to vanessa she comes in she's got her boss with her his name's quentin and uh he looks familiar what is he from yeah so he he does look familiar i don't know man i I couldn't i couldn't really nothing stuck out but i'll i'll look at him again so we don't know him from like another tgif show for sure no but he he does look really familiar he did look really familiar to me at the time and um i didn't dig too deep into his imdb because i was really just looking for tgif stuff yeah but, no worries so um, the I'll, two, see, I'll see if i see anything. the two of them come in so. they go into the living room uh robin's in there and she's just not expecting any company she's got a robe on she's got her curlers in she's doing her nails and she just runs off upstairs embarrassed well because she sees this dude and he you know he's an attractive man and and she's like i can't i gotta i gotta get out of here 
She probably would have done it for anybody, but him in particular. Yeah, and then um, so she goes upstairs, uh, leaving Vanessa and Quentin still in the room, and they're talking about this business deal. But it seems like like the words they're saying also could be taken as it being like a sexual conversation, but that's not what they were trying to do. But Mark is in his room, kind of listening through the door, and obviously that's what he thinks is going on. Yeah, he thinks they're there for a date, and and he's getting he's getting a little jealous. Yeah, so uh, Vanessa goes off to the kitchen. Mark immediately walks into the room and confronts Quentin. Uh, not really getting anything out of Quentin, though, because that's not Quentin's intentions either. Yeah, but they do eventually get to this thing where, like, Cooper finds out he's married and he's, like, trying to kind of play that. And it's just a whole big, you know, miscommunication. Yeah, because that's when Vanessa comes back in. She talks, uh, she tells Coop that uh, they're working on this job. They're trying to get this new client. Robin comes back down at this point, too. And now, of course, she's all dressed up. She's got, like, a nice dress on. Her <laughs> hair's done. Everything's ready to go. She got ready real quick. Trying to look good for him. Tries to flirt. But uh, this is when she finds out that he's married. And then she goes right back upstairs. Yeah, she's like, I'm out. She's like, Why don't you wear a ring, man? Yeah, you could have at least worn your ring. So uh, Quentin uh, then questions Vanessa on how she's going to get this uh, meeting with this client. Um, did they say the company here? I can't remember. I didn't write it down or anything um, like that. Yeah. How do you, how are you get a meeting with Miss Walker from Walker Farms? Okay. So, and real quick, Quentin, uh, Quentin played by, I don't know how to pronounce it, Silic, C-Y-L-K, Cozart. Okay. He's been in a bunch of stuff as like one-offs. Nothing really that sticks out. You might know him. He was in an episode of Saved by the Bell. Maybe that's where you recognize Ooh, him from. Was he the, uh, he might have been the uh, military instructor that did the episode where they're doing the challenge between ACs and Zach's team. Could have been that one. Uh, episode, season two, episode two, Zach's war in order to avoid detention. Uh, this is, now this is where, where Zach tries to join like kind of an army, the military. He's like the, the military, military. He is a military guy. Though. But he is a military guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Nailed it. Chet Adams. Um, all right. So after that, um, yeah, she, they're just explaining. She's like, I've got an idea. That, that's pretty much where they leave off. She's like, don't yeah, worry. Cut. I'm going like to I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my thing and get in there. So that's yeah, right. We, we hard cut. We come back. We're now in an elevator. Vanessa just happens to meet this uh, Miss Walker in the elevator and uh, introduces herself. And uh, this is how she's going to have her meeting. She's just going to. Well, she's like, I've been trying to meet you for weeks. I got an idea about taking your company public. Yeah. And uh, Ms. Ms. Walker's like, well, who are you? And she's like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, I don't talk to secretaries. And this is my floor. So I'm getting off. So it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But what, of course, happens is Vanessa pulls the fire alarm. She stops the elevator. She begs for a chance to have a real meeting. And uh, Mrs. Walker agrees she can have 15 minutes, but she's got to come to her $300 a plate charity dinner tonight. And this is also where we find out that Vanessa has actually been waiting in this elevator for 45 minutes trying to make sure she was just in there when Ms. Yeah. Walker got it. She's just been riding it up and down waiting for yep. her. So, uh, yeah, maybe this dinner thing is going to happen. So we go back to uh, the house. Robin's there. She's got one of these like vertical hanging devices where she's just hanging by her feet in the middle of the living room. Uh, apparently, it's an exercise machine. Coop uh, comes in and just laughs at her because it's like there's no <laughs> it's way this thing's gonna work. Well, I, and she also gets stuck. She tries to get off and, and she can't because the way that this one works, which is not safe at all, is that you the boots hook onto like a regular like uh, bar, like pull a pull-up bar, bar type yeah. thing. So you have to be able to have the strength to get yourself up to the boots to even have a chance to get out. Hey, if you want a flatter tummy and shapier legs, though, this is the uh, this is what you have to go through. Safer versions of this machine that don't rely on you having an ounce of energy left by the time you're done. So um, she asks Coop for help to get down. She gets down, and then she's like can barely walk. She's got like jelly legs. She's wobbling off to the uh, kitchen where uh, Vanessa gets home, and Robin tells Vanessa that. Uh, she got a phone call. Quentin called. He can't make it to the dinner tonight. Right. And yeah, his 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 uh, flight got canceled, so he can't make it in. Yeah. So she's freaking out. She's like, "I just paid three hundred dollars a ticket for this thing. This is going to be my only chance to ever have a meeting. She'll never schedule a new meeting after this. What am I going to do?" And Robin's like, "You just got to figure it out. You got to fake it. You got to find some guy to fill in." And uh, in walks Coop, and we know what's going to happen here. 
course. So Vanessa is like, no way. I'm not taking Cooper there. So it's nighttime now. Coop's in his suit. It's obviously happening. He's ready to go out to the dinner. Um, they show that he's got a, instead of a red handkerchief in his pocket, he's got a pair of women's underwear for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really understand this whole this whole gimmick. I guess he just wanted to put a handkerchief in, and the first thing he found was a pair of underwear on the floor or my something. Guess, my guess, the only thing I can come up with is he these were just like kind of leftover since the last time he wore the suit like he oh you, you think know. he's done this whole routine before not this routine but i think he's worn this suit before. this suit with wore... a pair of underwear as a handkerchief no 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 he wore the suit on a date whatever and... whatever event he was at whatever date he was on he ended up leaving with the ladies underwear that that's a better excuse for how this happened yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Well, I think that makes a lot of sense as why he would have women's un- red women's underwear in, in the suit. All right, so Vanessa comes down. Uh, Mark, of course, is like, damn, when he sees her, just yeah. thinks she's super hot. Um, he's talking about, well, he was talking to uh, Robin about the cologne he was wearing, and she starts, like, smelling all of his colognes, and she's like, oh, this and this, and then she, like, smells like bug spray on it, and he's like, well, I got some <laughs> bugs in the room, too. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Looks like they're going to do this dinner thing and we'll see how it goes. So that's where we go right to in the next scene. We're at this dinner. We see Mark and Vanessa arrive. She starts to, uh, before they go into like the main ballroom, she starts to quiz him about the plan and, uh, Coop's, uh, just checking out girls the whole time. Like he knows that all he's supposed to do is just not say anything. Let Vanessa do all the talking, but he's got other intentions while he's there. Yeah, and this woman that he there's a woman that he like kind of flirts with a little bit as she walks by, and I believe that woman it's kind of hard to tell by the credits, but I think she was in an episode of Where I Live. Oh, so. okay. Um, so they go over to Mrs. Walker. They find her pretty quickly. They walk over there, and uh, she does not look uh, thrilled to see him. I guess she's not very impressed that they're there. Well, I think generally she just is kind of like I'm giving you these 15 minutes, make the best of it because I don't really care what you have to say. Yeah, and then I think what happens here is Vanessa kind of introduces uh, Mr. Cooper and somehow the lies get tangled up and he ends up being a doctor after all. Well, he calls himself a doctor. He says, Dr. Cooper. Dr. Cooper. And she's like, PhD or M whatever degree. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, that one. And then uh, he's... No, he doesn't. He he says uh, he makes something else up. He makes like another acronym up. Oh, I thought he said like... uh, I think he says, nope, just a regular DR or something like that or something. Something. No, it's a I, joke, I think I he think. makes. No, it was a DNR, a DNR. Like, do not resuscitate. Like, he's like, no, a DNR. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I thought it was D and an R. So I guess no. not. Um, so Cooper's trying to do his best to pretend that uh, he's actually like the vice president of this company and like that he's a doctor and all this stuff. And you know what? Mrs. Walker's falling for it. She's starting to like this whole uh, Dr. Cooper. And she wants to hear more of their plan to get her to sign with their company. But she wants to hear all of it directly from Dr. Cooper. She does not want to hear Vanessa say anything. Yeah, and he's doing well. He's doing he's done his research. He's remembered what he's supposed to remember. So we skip ahead a little later that night. Um, Dr. Cooper is still pretending and she keeps uh Getting at Vanessa, every time Vanessa tries to speak up and say something to fill in, like, some details, she's like, no, I only want to hear it from Dr. Cooper. And Vanessa's getting real annoyed at this point, too. Yeah, because this is her idea anyways, and Mark doesn't even know really what he's talking about, so it's kind of frustrating. Uh, We check back home with uh, Robin on her upside-down machine again, and while she's on it this time, the phone rings, the answering machine picks it up, it's Quentin, and what do you know? He's back. He can make it to the dinner. He's going to run home, get dressed, get over to the dinner. And Robin's freaking out while she hears this answering machine uh, message being left because she knows that's a bad idea because Coop's there and uh, he's pretending to be not, not yeah, himself. She's like falling over herself to try to get off this inversion machine so she can get to the phone and, and does not make it in time. And then we get a little line here where she's like, she calls 911 and she says, 911, I'm hanging and I can't get off. <laughs> So, yeah, interesting call for an I one one rep to get, but okay. Uh, then we go back to the dinner. Mrs. Walker is uh, now recruiting Doctor Cooper to leave that company, come work for her, and double his salary. And he's was all- it double or triple? I feel like she said she would triple. I wrote down double. Double's uh, okay. fine, I'm sure. Double's fine. Yeah, um, that'll work. 
and uh, he's all on board. He's like ready to like, yeah, I'll go. Let's go do this. And yeah, I think Vanessa kind of has to pull him away and reminds him that he's not a real. This is he doesn't even have a job. She can't pull him away from anything. He's pretending yeah, to do what this. Sal- what salary is she going to two or three X? So um, she reminds him once again of the plan for her to do all the talking, for him to like relay all the questions to her. They go back to the table. Um, and at this point, Mrs. Walker sneezes and uh, Coop hands her his uh, underwear handkerchief that's in her pocket, in his pocket. And uh, I don't know, just a funny little gag there, I guess. Yeah, she doesn't really seem to mind that much. Nope. Um, Robin shows up because she's trying to save the day. Um, she stopped at the door dose. She's not on the list. And, uh, she explains that she needs to just give a message to her friend. Um, she tried calling, but the security guard wouldn't get up. It turns out that, that it's the same security guard that, uh, was talking to her on the phone is also the one at the door. She's, he's still not letting her in. And then he calls for, uh, a couple of his like canine watchdogs to come uh, protect the door for him. Yeah, they got real serious security at this place because he's just he's got like this German shepherd that is like not messing around. So we go back inside. Um, this is inside where Vanessa and Cooper and Mrs. Walker are. And uh, Vanessa's explaining this deal one last time. Like she's actually got the floor now this time explaining it to Mrs. Walker. And Mrs. Walker's like, Thank you, but I think I just want to keep my company small. I'm not ready for this. And uh, Mrs. Walker says, um, or I, I no, what happens is like, they're like, okay, we thank you for the time. We respect your decision. And they start to walk off. And then Mrs. Walker stops them and like, no, wait, you've got a deal. I, I'm glad that you didn't pressure me. This is exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, let, let's meet next week and, and sign this thing. Yeah, yeah, she was impressed by the fact that they didn't pressure her. So that's that's good. So it all worked out. They're getting the deal. But then what do you know? Quentin shows up. He arrives and ruins everything. He immediately blows the whole thing up. He's like, no, that's a, that's her roommate. He's a substitute teacher. <laughs> he doesn't even give him a chance. Yeah, and like right after Mrs. Walker was saying, I'm glad you guys were so honest with me and all this stuff, she finds out that Cooper and Vanessa were lying to her the entire time. So yeah, looks like it's going to fall apart. But what do you know? Everyone admits that uh, they liked Vanessa's plan. They liked uh, her eagerness. And Mrs. Walker still agrees to uh, to sign the deal. Well, Mark does a very good job of smoothing everything over and making the point that like, yeah, sure, I pretended this. But you got to look at Vanessa's willingness to like stick to it and to like take advantage of the opportunity and. It's still a good idea, and you should still go with it. And yeah. so she he brings him back around. Yeah, and that's uh, that's why Vanessa takes Coop to the side, thanks him with a uh, a dance on the dance floor, and tells him how much she appreciates it and how surprised uh, she is of how well he handled everything. And that, that's pretty much the end of the episode right there. Yeah, and I would say that this is... I felt more so in this episode than other episodes that there was some kind of like beginnings of romantic tensions kind of thing. There's a lot of like really kind of like intimate moments between them during this episode. Yeah. I mean, she, she's definitely learning about the type of person that Cooper is more than she has like in past episodes for sure. And starting yeah, to, sure. to appreciate it, I guess. Fair enough. Um, And no, there was no school scenes in this episode either. Were there completely no. out of the school? No, it was only the house and the, the um, well, I guess technically the elevator, ballroom. but also the ballroom, yeah. All right, so then we watched uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, season one, episode 10, uh, Miracle in Oak Town. Do you know when this episode would have aired? I mean, this is a Christmas episode, and I'm guessing um, it would have aired around then, but. can certainly find out. I mean, yeah, I assume it was. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing what happened was. is they probably played the first six episodes like they we normally see, and then these next four were probably a decent gap away from the first six would be my guess. Um, sure, I could see that because you would probably you would think they would probably start in September because we were kind of on like the same timeline as them for a couple weeks early on. I remember that. Yeah, ish. Well, because but it we saw previews what, for the shows. Well, that but you're we were thinking watching. of what you're thinking is, is of what we saw in the spring when we saw some previews for episodes. But you got it was a full season, so it was still going on. You know, fall through spring. So we saw what well, we saw were previews for some of the older episodes, or the later in the season episodes. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it starts off, we've got Coop hanging up. I'll find up. out when this aired. I'll find out. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know in just one second. We got Coop hanging up some Christmas lights out in the backyard. Uh, Vanessa comes out and warns him. Hey, you might want to. December wanna... 15th. Okay. So, yeah. 93? 93. 92. 92. Okay. 
So he's hanging out some Christmas lights, and uh, Vanessa's like, you might want to test those things. Like, I remember my dad always saying that you got to test them before you hang up. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. So then he, like, turns on the lights. Beautiful display. It says Coop real big on the wall out in the backyard. And then uh, they all explode and burst and all burn out. So... (laughs) He probably should test the lights. But then he goes to try to like, he's like, oh, you sometimes you just got to fix one. And he goes to fix it and shocks himself. Yeah. Electrocutes himself. Um, thinking that he could just screw ball back in. But nope, that's yeah. not what happens. Theme song. We come back to uh, right where we left off. Coop and Vanessa are coming inside after uh, Coop got electrocuted. And Vanessa's bummed out because she can't go home for the holidays. She lives. She's from Washington, D.C., and uh, her work is not going to give her off only one day. I think Christmas Day itself. And she's not going right. to be able to go home. And she's pretty upset because Christmas is a big deal in her family. It seems like after she just helped close this big deal, they might give her a little bit of a break. But yeah. guess not. Um, but you know what? The three of them agree. Coop, Vanessa, Robin, they're going to have a big old Christmas celebration right there. They're family now. They can do it this their own way. So they get Vanessa a little excited that they're going to celebrate at the house. Yeah. This wasn't on TJF, but this is a TJF holiday that we've seen many times. Yeah. Uh, the phone rings. Um, I think Robin grabs it, finds out that uh, Mr. Harrison had some sort of a heart attack or something. He's a biology teacher, and he was supposed to be Santa in the Christmas carnival, and now he can't do it. So they need to find a new Santa Claus. And Mark immediately is like trying to hint that he can do it. He wants to do it. He'd like to do it. And Robin's like, I don't know. You're not the right, like... You don't, you're not the right look. And he's like, what, because I'm black? Or like, what, because I'm, I'm too skinny, too good looking? And she's like, eventually comes around. I think Vanessa talks her into it and gives Coop a chance. He's going to try to uh, be Santa Claus at this carnival, even though Robin continues to have her doubts. Yeah, I, I think really the issue with probably he's just because he's like 6'5 and, um, you know, like he said, skinny. So. See, I don't think it, I think she's saying it's like the look thing, but I don't think that's really what it is. I just don't think she trusts Coop to be able to do it the way that she wants it to be done, is my thing. Maybe, but I think he's proven himself by this point to her, but you know, you may be right. Maybe you're right. So we go to the school. Robin is all stressing out. Everyone's decorating, getting the booths ready for this uh, Christmas carnival that I guess happens every year. And uh, Andre and uh, the principal have traded parts. They. They were uh, the Grinch and Frosty, and they're going to be the opposite. Um, We see Coach Ricketts setting up his uh, booth, which is (laughs) ridiculous. Christmas in Hanoi, and he's got a bunch of grenades on a table that people are going to throw. It's like a ball toss, but instead it's like grenades. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Coop arrives. He's got his uh, Santa Claus gear on, but it's way too short. He's got some red suspenders that are up a little higher than his ankles. And a uh, great line here because this is pre-TGIF. And he says, you got me all dressed up like Santa Urkel up in here. That <laughs> was good. Pretty good. It was good. Uh, Coop tries to convince uh, some kid that Santa's real. It's the guidance counselor's son. And he's saying that he doesn't believe in Santa Claus. And he he take Coop takes him aside and tries to explain that Santa's real. But this kid's not buying it. Yeah, and his name is Noah. He becomes a, a, a major part of this storyline. So Noah is his name, you said? Noah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a couple other things happen here. Uh, this guidance counselor, Noah's mom, pulls Robin aside and lets her know that her husband's coming home. It's going to be a surprise visit, and uh, she doesn't want Noah to find out, and she needs to go out and buy some uh, negligee for the uh, for the occasion as well. Yeah, and her name is Olivia, and and, and he's coming home. Her husband is in the military, so they're giving yeah. him an extended leave to, to come home for Christmas. Um. We go back to Coop, who's upset that this kid still doesn't believe in Christmas and and Santa Claus. And Vanessa, at this point, tells Coop um, that the the secret that's going to happen, that Noah's dad's going to be coming home. But she doesn't want... They're they're keeping a surprise, so Coop can't say anything. Does she tell him that, not to say anything? Um, I don't know if she does specifically or not, but I, I mean, that's enough for me to know that if she says it's a surprise, that you probably shouldn't give up the surprise. Okay, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, okay. But Coop's happy. She's glad. To, he's glad to see that this kid's going to get something good for uh, for his Christmas. And uh, we check in with uh, Coach Ricketts one more time, who is now bringing in a deer head for his booth to uh, paint the nose red and throw up <laughs> on the wall for this grenade throwing. Oh, man. Ricketts is a, is a trip. Yeah. 
Uh, back of the house, uh, Robin is in the Christmas spirit. She's decorating the whole house. She's got tinsel. She's running out of that, though. She's got her decorations, her ornaments everywhere. Lights are everywhere. And uh, Coop is uh, asking for some advice on how he should say ho, ho, ho. And uh, he's trying to do it, what, like, he's got, like, an MC Hammer version and, like, a James Brown James version. James Brown version, yeah. Yeah, he's just trying to give trying to give uh, a new spin on the ho, ho, ho. I think he comments about having a Prince version at the end of the scene as well and, like, cutting out the butt on his uh, Santa pants. Yep, yep. Uh, Vanessa gets home, and she needs Coop to help getting some box down from the garage. Uh, Robin needs his help by going to the store and getting more tinsel. And then Vanessa and Robin just start arguing because they both want Coop's help and they want them, they want Coop to help them and not the other one. Yeah. You've kind of got all things a little bit backwards. You've, I think you've had Robin and Vanessa mixed up. So okay. Robin, Vanessa was the one that was doing the, the, the decorating the whole time. Robin comes home, was supposed to get tinsel for Vanessa. Oh, yeah, 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 she yeah. forgot. Uh, so Vanessa's getting upset and then and there's just all this tension because I, I think Robin's actually Vanessa's expectations are high and, and no one else can really do much about it. Yeah. So they're arguing and uh, Coop gives a little like feel good holiday speech to them. And uh, they both uh, agree to just do their own thing, do it on their own. Neither of them need Coop now. They both in the, they both go get their tinsel and get their box from the garage. It's a good speech. It's a good speech. Yeah. Uh, then we go to the carnival. Um, we see uh, Miss Claus show up, who is Vanessa, and she's got this, like, sexy version of the costume, and every guy in the school is trying to hold the door for <laughs> her as she over. walks in. Um, Turns out she, like, cut up the costume that, that Robin gave her to make it into this costume. Yeah, and it was a rental costume, too, so they have oh, to return right. somehow. Yeah. Um, there's kids starting to line up to see Santa Coop and, uh, we kind of see a couple of them go up like one by one and ask for what they want for Christmas. The second one ends up peeing on Mr. Cooper. Cause he's like, oh, so I think, just... and I think this kid, again, it's hard to tell from the credits, but I think this is Jake Smollett, who is Denise's brother, like in real life, the, the, the little girl who plays Denise. I think this is her real life brother. Okay. Um, yeah. And who has a cooking alike, show, right? by the way, on some TV channel where it's like it's cooking with the Smollett's and it's like all of them now like just do how many of them are isn't there jesse smollett well jesse's the one that kind of had that big thing a few years ago he was on empire yeah Um, so they're all related though they're all i think there's five of them yeah okay five smollett's yeah um all right so kid peas on coop guidance counselor kid he it's his turn to come up noah and uh tell coop what he wants for christmas and what do you know he tells coop that all he wants is for his dad to come home for christmas and Coop is like, he doesn't give away the secret, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to make it happen. Don't worry. Well, well, there's this whole kind of negotiation where Noah still doesn't believe in Santa. And Coop is like, look, if I can get if, if Santa can get your dad at home, will you believe in Santa? He's like, yeah, sure. If my if my dad shows up, I'll believe in Santa. Yeah. And um, the kid runs off. Of course, he's excited to go tell his mom. Robin here, or Van, yeah, it's Robin. He, he she hears um, this kid excited and saying that her dad's going to come home. And of course, she goes and questions Coop, like, "Why did you tell the kid that? Um, his dad's actually stuck at sea and he's not going to make it home now." And uh, now Mark's a little trapped. Um, Olivia, his mom, comes over and uh, they have a little agreement conversation. And Mark tells her, "Don't worry, give me two days. I'm going to make this happen." <laughs> Okay, uh, sure. But he doesn't mean he's like, who do I know in the military? And he looks over and sees Ricketts and he's like, maybe this guy can help me out. Yeah, and then he goes over, asks Ricketts for a little favor, tells him the situation. He's like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> well, he's like, I don't know. I don't really I don't really talk to those guys anymore. So we then see Coop on the phone back at the house. He's uh, doing anything he can. He pre- tries to pretend to be uh, this kid's dad's grandma and uh, saying that she's, like, sick and needs him to come home. This isn't going to work. But uh, Vanessa suggests uh, sending a telegram from Colin Powell, which is the next plan that he goes with and <laughs> decides to do that. I wouldn't even know. How do you send a telegram? I don't know. Go to, like, can you do it at Walmart? Or, um, cause he Western, was doing, it, he was doing it from his house. Is he just writing a letter? Maybe and then I They might, know. I mean, they might not exist now that we can just send emails. Yeah, they probably don't seem like the quickest way to do anything. I don't even know how telegrams work. It's just like, isn't it dots and dashes? Morse code might be. Yeah. 
Um, so Robin and Vanessa, they're still mad at each other, but, uh, they end up working it out, apologizing to each other for everything. So they're good to go. This seems like it happens every episode now where the two of them argue and then they're fine five minutes later. Sure. Um, then Vanessa, um, talks about how she really misses home. It's not the same. She wishes she was there. And Robin's like, then just go tell your boss. You can handle all the work. You can do it at home and just go. And she's like, all right, I'm going to do it. So she calls home, gets on the phone, finds out her parents have gone on a cruise to Barbados, and uh, now Vanessa's real bummed. They've completely gotten rid of this whole Christmas spirit and doing their own thing as soon as uh, Vanessa's not part of it. No way. So evidently there's websites where you can order a telegram for like 15 bucks, and it's delivered in person on paper. Like, it says quicker than mail. Is it quicker than email? No. (laughs) No, but it's physical, so it's more attentive than email. I guess. Um, I bet you the amount of telegrams that get sent out now, very low. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this there's one website that that they they promote using it to like contact your representative. Like, okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, she's all bummed out. Christmas is gone in her family. And uh, Robin tells her that she's glad that she's going to be there with them, though, for Christmas. And then, what do you know, they hear some carolers outside. Uh, Christmas spirit is back until Coop goes out there, and I think he tells them to be quiet or something like that. Yeah, he does. He does. Yep. So uh, Coop is still bummed. That's why he's kind of in the mood that he's in. Um, He doesn't think that he's going to be able to pull this off to get this kid's dad home to him. But you know what? He still has that determination. He's still going to try to figure it out. He has the hope. He has the hope. Uh, we go to a next scene where uh, the three of them are opening gifts. Uh, Robin has this like Russell family gift wheel. Vanessa, that Vanessa. Vanessa has the wheel. Vanessa's yep. got this giant wheel where I'd say two thirds of the wheel has her yep. name on it. Yeah. And then uh, very tiny are uh, Coop's and Robin's name. And uh, she just keeps spinning the wheel. Who's going to open the next <laughs> gift? And she spins it. And of course, it's going to land on Vanessa like almost Vanessa. every single time. So she's opening gifts while they watch her. The doorbell rings, and uh, this is a surprise that uh, Robin has set up for Coop. She's invited Noah and Olivia over to the house, and uh, she's got a little surprise for Noah as well as she pulls out a VHS, throws it into the VCR. They watch on TV as it's a message from Noah's dad wishing that he could be there for Christmas. Yeah, that's sweet sure uh as they're watching this video <laughs> it totally is it's totally sweet as they're watching it's not the, it's definitely not the same though i wouldn't be excited if i got no, a video of course when not, I've but been it's, asking it's, for it's thoughtful something but as they're watching this video the door opens behind them it's the kid's dad he's there straight from saved by the bell and everyone is shocked they're all happy how did he do this how did coop pull this off and uh, we then, like, pan outside where we see uh, Ricketts. He's the one that did it. He got this favor to happen. He's there with one of his, like, generals or something like that. And uh, they're now going to go off and shoot some guns after they made this kid's Christmas. <laughs> so it's uncredited, but the, uh, the the general, as you describe him, is actually Richard Roundtree, who is most famous as Shaft. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, they're going to go unload a few clips. That's the end of the episode. We do get a credit scene where everyone's starting to clean up. The house is a mess. And, uh, I think Robin brings the, uh, Russell family wheel back out and, uh, let's, they they just start spinning. Who's going to clean up all the paper? It's Vanessa. Who's going to do this? It's Vanessa. And I don't know. Funny little thing. Um, and then Coop like grabs the wheel. And he's like, "Who's gonna keep me warm tonight?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a tie, Vanessa and Robin." And they're like, "Good night, Coop." And they go, upstairs. "Both of you." Yeah. Good Christmas episode. Um. So what other thing? It was good. It was good. There's one other thing, and so there's somebody who's credited in the uh at this kid Jeffrey, um, who I assume is just one of the kids that we see in the school like setup. Yeah. But he goes on to be on almost every episode of the show. He's like a reoccurring kid. Oh no! In, you in know the, what? There was uh, another kid that was really good. God, what did he do? Um, did he sit with Coop? God, I wish I remember. I he was know. a little older. He was probably like ten, and he was okay. really good though. 
Maybe it's him, but there's a kid in this episode that this was like his first appearance and goes on to be in multiple, like a lot of episodes of the show. God, I wish I remember what he did though that now. Like he had probably um, like a 30 second part in the show where he was talking most of the part and uh, he kind of reminded I can't me. The, I can't remember what the other kid that sat on his lap was. I remember the kid that peed on him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to bother me. I'll go back and watch it. Um all right, so then we watched uh, Dinosaurs. This actually aired this week. This is season three, episode 22. The Clip Show, part two. We had part one. Was that in season one or was that in season two when we had part one? Season two. All season right. two. So, I mean, we kind of know what we're expecting here. We got the same uh, narrator host that's going on. This time he's in a, in a museum. Sir David uh, Tushingham is his name. PhD. Yep, David Tushingham. And uh, this time they are trying to sell the audience something they are trying to get you to buy this uh paleontologist kit that'll help you get an education that you need to make a whole lot of money (laughs) it's the famous paleontologist home study course yep you buy it you'll get your license and then you will make a ton of money and when you buy it you will also get the free paleontologist hat that comes with the kit yep the pith helmet it's very nice um so that's kind of like the intro like we see the museum we see the host we see how they're going to set this up we go to the theme song. We come back. Uh, they remind you once again that you can earn big bucks if you take this uh, course. And not only that, the cor- uh, the course kit comes with a wheel of dinosaur facts. And that's how it looks like they're going to start like setting up like the different categories of clips. So they spin the wheel, and uh, parenting is the first category. And then they just show a bunch of clips from the, the last season of different parenting things uh, on the actual show, Dinosaurs. Yeah, mostly Earl just being totally inept. Yeah, and I feel like we're going to get through this episode pretty quick. Like, we're not going to talk about all the clips and everything, unless, no, unless no, there's anything you want to talk about. Not at all. It, it just kind of the back and forth is really the key part of the show. Yep, so then they remind you, order now, receive the free hats, um, put it on, and you'll earn big bucks. So that that's the, the whole thing. Like, buy this, you're going to earn lots of money. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, they show, like, some previews of some of the books that come with the kit. And uh, the next one they show is the dinosaur female. They show a bunch of clips of like Fran and Charlene. And then they show the dinosaur male. And of course, it's like Earl and Robbie clips. And then they go back to the host who's like, are you still not sure? Well, you can make a guaranteed (laughs) $100,000 if you buy this kit. How do we guarantee it? Well, the kit's only $89.95. And if you go to college, that's going to be $130,000. So it's $100,000 cheaper than education. Immediately make $100,000. I love it. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Uh, the next category is clips on survival. They show a bunch of clips on that. Um, and then we go back to the host who says, uh, we're very selective here at the um, famous paleontologist home study course group. Uh, to see if you qualify, we need you to draw uh, draw Rex, this like dinosaur character. <laughs> and we're going to evaluate your drawing and see if you have what it takes. And these were very popular commercials back then too, right? Like these like art class things where yeah, like, like the art, the art correspondence classes. Like, yeah, We'll give you yeah, an art that's test actually and how find the, out. Charles Schultz became an artist was he, he did a correspondence class and then he created the most successful comic of all time. So. Yeah. How about that? Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll evaluate your drawing, see if you have what it takes. And if you do, we'll send you this book, dinosaurs at work. And then they show a bunch of uh, clips of, Earl at work. Yes. Um, and they like uh, go back to the museum. They've got some video clips of uh, recent graduates giving testimonials on how great the program works. Um, and then the next category of clips is uh, the dinosaur infant. And we get like 10 minutes of baby clips. Clips of baby. Um, if you order now, the whole kit's only going to cost you three easy payments of $29.95. Call, call 100 rich quick operators are standing by and uh i think we see earl on the phone uh it's not like earl calling this number but like they just show earl it's just a clip of him yeah from being the phone yeah and literally that's it that's the episode bunch of clips he gives the final pitch he like wraps it up he's like call now blah 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 yeah i wrote ready to take your call now um good night and good digging and then like all the lights in this like studio go off and uh you kind of hear like behind the scenes uh this narrator saying like, oh, I think it went well. And then there's like a girl, like, I don't know, report. I don't know what her, I would say. She, she's just another on-camera person. She's like, oh, me too. And then he says, so you want to go off to my place and have some fun? And she's like, sure. <laughs> she was an operator waiting for people to operator. call the Biden. That's what she is. Okay. Yeah. 
That's it. That's your clip show. Uh, then we go. So that is the last episode of Dinosaurs that appears on on TGIF. So the last season, season four, was not on TGIF. So that is that is it for Dinosaurs on TGIF. Are we watching four? We don't have to. I wasn't planning on it, but if you want to, we can. Maybe we'll watch that uh, finale and talk about the finale since everyone talks maybe, about that Maybe I was gonna, if we do watch it, we should probably save it for like next summer. That's fine. No uh, problem there. It, it, if we watch it, but I'm not. I'm not married to it. I will say though, the finale is is like a big. That's like what I'm you, saying. Like That's what I'm saying. Like lie. maybe we watch that. It's at kind of some a big point. Episode. Home yeah. free, nine thirty, season one, episode eleven. Great expectations. Also, also the series finale. So, so well, there were there were thirteen the, episodes, but two never aired. Is that right? Correct. And we don't have that's correct. I do not have those. Like I don't. I don't even know if they're in the world. Any, I don't know if they've ever aired anywhere. Because sometimes a lot of these shows, like if there's unaired episodes, they'll air them in like uh, like other countries. Like I know where I live. I think the like the lost episodes aired when they when they showed it in Germany or something like Didn't that. Didn't we so get like a lost episode them. or two from for one show that we watched a few years ago? Well, we did for for New Attitude from um. Oh, one she of, sent remember, it to us. That's right. She sent it to us, and I we, we we digitized them, and yeah, we had it. But but a lot of the ones that there sometimes the lost episodes will air like around the world and we just you know i can't i don't we don't have them but not in this case i I don't know that they did it all all right so this episode starts off with abby on the porch she's kind of pacing back and forth until matt gets home she was there waiting for him she got a d on her test and she's freaking out she does she knows her mom's gonna be mad at her yes because she studied the wrong thing by accident she says yeah studied the wrong subject thought it was on something else she studied biology it wasn't biology and uh, she wants Matt to sign this test for her because if you get a C or lower, you got to get a parent or someone like a parent to sign it for her. And uh, she begs him to do it, and he does not want to. He doesn't, but he they go inside, and she eventually wears him down, and he, he does it. Yep. He signs it and agrees uh, in agreement that she's going to ace her next test. And he's like, she's like, yes, 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 I'll study so hard. I'll make sure to do it. And uh, as they're signing it, they almost get caught by Grace and then Vanessa, who both like walk in like right almost at the wrong time. Yeah, but they they do a pretty good job of playing it off until uh, Abby needs directions. Yeah, because we find out that uh, Abby's first boy girl dance uh, at school is coming up. Her mom was out. She saw this uh, dress that she thinks would be perfect for the dance. And she's like, you should go see it. I can actually write down the address for where it is. And uh, if you just have a piece of paper and she's like, oh, yeah, sure. Here you go, mom, because she's all excited for this dance. And she accidentally yep. hands over the test that Matt just signed that she got a D on. And the, the everything is ruined now. Yep. Mom sees it. Mom sees Matt signed it and is not happy. Yeah. Um. So she's mad at. Abby for getting a D. She's mad at Matt for signing the test. And uh, that's where we go to the theme song. We come back um, uh, to a commercial break where we've got Honey Bunches of Oats and Miller Genuine Draft. Perfect combo for uh, MGD. This show. But Vanessa's still mad at Matt and Abby. She says, um, you should have brought it to me. And Matt's like, well, we knew you would get mad. And she's she just messed up a little bit. Uh, Luke comes out at this point. Uh, he hit himself with a hammer because he's trying to build a uh, treehouse in the backyard. And Grace gave him permission to do so, which also now upsets uh, Vanessa. And we also get our diss of the week right here. All right. So we've got Vanessa. She's mad at Grace. She's mad at Abby. She's mad at Matt. I don't think she's too mad at Luke right now. He didn't really do anything wrong. I mean, he hit his hand, I guess. So they yeah, have, I mean, they have to go off to the doctor wrong, yeah. now because he might have a broken thumb. Right. So as they go off, we go to a scene with uh, Grace and Matt talking in the kitchen. Uh, everyone gets home from the doctor. Yep, broken thumb. He's in a cast. And uh, Vanessa sends the kids upstairs so she can get mad at Grace and Matt a little more. <laughs> and Matt and Grace have, have kind of like commiserated while they were gone and have also decided that they are not they're totally going to like turn against each other. To try to make the other person's situation the worst of the two. Yeah, and Vanessa's just, uh, she's starting to say, I think we've had her do this before, though, where she's like, oh, I'm just too busy, and uh, I just don't have enough time for my kids. Uh, a little. I mean, not not really. I thought there was a whole episode based on that. Was there not? No. And more Oh, no, it was the uh, it was the other family, the show we just watched. Um, 
where I not where I live. Go getting by, getting by. They did that. Getting by. Okay. She was all busy okay. with work too much. Remember, karate and stuff yeah. like that. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So she's upset. She doesn't feel like her kids can turn to her anymore, and uh, she promises to herself that she's going to be there more for her kids. She's going to be more of a part of all these decisions and things that they want to do. Right. So we go oh, to the, everything, literally yeah. everything. So we go to the morning. Um, Grace is uh, putting away the kids' laundry, and Vanessa's like, "Oh, don't do that. I can do that." Matt's getting ready to take the kids to school. Oh, don't do that. I'll take them to school. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then, she, like, like you said, she's trying to do everything now. It's a little too much because she's got work. She's taking classes herself, and now she's what? got all the kids. And she's stuff. getting assigned like a thousand pages to read a night by her professor, which is so. insane. Uh, I don't know if I've ever read a thousand total pages in my life. I don't think I don't even know if that's like humanly possible. So in addition to all that stuff, um she's got she's also got the school dance coming up, right? That she's got to get this dress thing figured out. She hasn't done that yet, right? Right, cuz she wants to I don't know if she's making the dress from scratch or just altering a dress that they've purchased. Yeah, I think she's going to buy it, and then like we see that she needs to get it fitted or something like that later. And then we've okay. got Luke still, who still wants a treehouse going on. Yeah, well she, well, she told him that she would help him build the, the treehouse. Yeah, so we go a little later. Vanessa is pinning Abby's dress, uh, trying to get it fitted correctly. Keeps poking Abby with, uh, with the needles. And uh, we go to the backyard where they have now built this treehouse, but it looks awful. It just looks like a bunch of scrap wood that doesn't even look like it's nailed together. Yeah, it's horrible. And Matt comes out and is making fun of the treehouse and he kind of is just standing there, sneezes, and it, the whole thing falls apart. Yep, treehouse collapses. Abby comes out. Her dress doesn't fit. It looks awful. Grace well, comes like out. like random sleeves and places and stuff. It's, it's a mess. Yeah, Grace comes out and uh, tells Vanessa that a classmate stopped by to tell her that... Uh, She's got another thousand pages to read for class. <laughs> yeah, so she's—I think she's like two thousand pages deep at this point. Yeah, and with a quiz, with a quiz the next day, doesn't know what to do. We go to a commercial break where we've got that Burger King Last Action Hero commercial again from a few weeks ago. Milking it, man. Uh, Dr Pepper commercial, some Soft Sense Shave Gel, Resolve, and ABC in concert, hosted by Aaron Neville with Sting and more musical guests. That's it. So after the commercial break, we've got the kids. They're complaining that their mom is just messing everything up. She can't get this dress right. She can't get this treehouse right. She's doing too much, and it's messing everything up. Yeah, and Matt goes to check on Vanessa to see how she's doing and walks in, and she appears to be passed out on her on her law books, but wakes up as soon as Matt starts to, starts to mess with her. Yeah, and Matt's just trying to tell her that, like, hey – you can't do everything. We're fine helping you out. Like, it's not a problem. We want to be here and helping you out. But Vanessa, I mean, she, I think she mentions here, maybe it was another scene where she just doesn't want them to feel like them, like they're a burden, like that they're going to be too much on their life, but they don't feel that way at all. Yeah, exactly. So we then see a scene with uh, Grace and Matt. They're playing cards. Vanessa gets home. Um, she says something about her school. Yeah, so she's late. she's already running late because the lecture ran over, and she's been assigned another thousand pages to read by tomorrow. Uh, Abby comes down. Um, the dress is now fixed. Grace fixed it, and Vanessa's kind of bummed out about that because she wanted to do it. Um, Vanessa like apologizes to Abby about like not being able to do it and being too busy, but Abby doesn't care at all. This doesn't bother her. No. And uh, we also find out Grace is now chaperoning the dance, which is what Vanessa was going to be doing. And now she's not doing that. So she's all bummed about that. And then um, does Lucas comes in here. Yeah. And he, he's right. He's excited to show her the uh, the, the treehouse tree that they've built. It's all done. Vanessa also upset about that. And <laughs> uh, she just keeps uh, talking about how she wants to do more and she really wants to be more of the of the kids' lives. And Vanessa, I mean, she's just, ugh, just complains so much in this episode. And she does. And then Matt has to finally bring her around and be like, look, you've, you've done plenty to help us. 
are, and, and now it's our turn to give back. And you know, we don't, no one cares. Like we don't mind. We want to be helpful. We want to be a family. Yeah. And I think she's like, all right, you guys can do it, but there are like some things that I want to do. And like some things that I don't want you guys to do. And she kind of like sets some like loose ground rules as well. And then, um, I don't remember, I think, uh, Matt reminds her of this like trip that they took to the tar pits when they were kids. Right. Yeah, and he fell in, and and she helped him hide it from his mom. But, yeah, yeah, it's like in reference to like the hiding of the grade on the on the test with the D right. and signing that. Like she's just he's like, oh well, you did something similar back when we were kids, and then she's like, oh yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess she's realizing what he did wasn't the worst thing ever. Right. Commercial break. Um, Little Caesars and uh, Chips Ahoy. We go, and that's the end of the episode. Credit scene. That's it. Um, credits. We've got Matt and Vanessa admiring the uh, treehouse. It is now up in the tree, so they're like looking up into the sky at this treehouse. Uh, then Vanessa sneezes, and the treehouse falls from the tree and <laughs> would have killed everyone inside. Is that? How, I thought you. I imagine you would just build a treehouse in a tree. Yeah, I didn't but... know that either. I thought you literally just start nailing boards to a tree, but they well, they built it on the ground and then somehow got it up into the tree and attached it. Yes. Um, after the treehouse falls, uh, Grace comes back um, from some dance that she was at. Oh no, she was chaperoning the dance. That's she right. was at the boy girl dance. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she was talking about some gentleman following um, Abby around. And then like dueling banjos plays for some reason. I think they mentioned some kid earlier. So there's in the this whole thing go like there's this whole kind of subline that they they kind of touch on where Lucas is keep saying that his friends are gonna come over. One of his friends plays the banjo and has a crush on Abby. Oh. Uh, and if Abby's not nice to him, he's gonna like introduce the he's gonna make it uncomfortable for her. So this is him. This is that kid following and, her home from the dance with okay. the banjo. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, end of episode. That's it. End of show. Never again are we watching it. No more, no more home free. No more home free. Uh, all right. So this is the point of the show where we do like to rank the episodes in our preference of how we enjoyed them. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I will do uh, dinosaurs at four, home free at three. Uh, uh, hang with Mr. Cooper, the second one at two and the first one at one. Yeah, I'm just so going to switch one and two. One. So I'm doing the same thing for three and four. And then uh, I'm going to go with the dinner one is one and the Christmas one is two. Fair enough. Uh, what do we got coming up next week on the show? Yeah, so we'll do two Mr. Coopers. So it's going to be uh, season one, episode 11, season one, episode 12. Um, and then the return of Perfect Strangers. So the last season of Perfect Strangers, this is when it would have actually aired on TGIF. It's a six season ep- or six episode season. So we'll start that now. What years season after number are they on? Five, six? Season eight. Season eight. Season yep. eight, episode one we're watching. Yep. So like I said, it's a short six episode season that ends in Perfect Strangers. I think last time we saw them, they were all getting married, getting pregnant. So yeah. we'll see what happens. And this actually well, airs a, next week, 30 years. This before. is the 30 years on TGIF. All right. This is what would have aired. So this is legit to the show. Cool. So we got those coming up next week. Thanks again, Shannon, for the theme song. Yeah, thanks, Shannon. Appreciate it. TGIFcast at gmail.com if you want to send in your own at TGIFcast on all social media. We'll be back next week with three episodes to talk about, and then uh, we'll be getting through this summer with all kinds of uh, stuff, including Perfect Strangers. Yeah, we'll finish up Perfect Strangers. Have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude.